welcome to season three, episode seven of Embrace the Image podcast. And as always, thank you for listening. And yes, let's get straight to it. Two Sundays ago, I went to the Brightside Tavern Short Film Fest, which was awesome. I really missed being there. I didn't get to go last year because of obviously the quarantine, COVID and all that. So being able to go two Sundays ago, what, the 16th of May, it just felt really good. You know, I got to see some familiar faces, some new faces. I got to see Mission X Lover on the you know the screen that they had, and it just felt so good. And just getting the comments on my film from the filmmakers that were in my block, because it was really just a handful of us in that one room for my block. And pretty much all of them were filmmakers. And out of the filmmakers there, I was able to connect with one guy for his one, who was, I believe, a writer or... Uh, maybe editor of that one film, Severance, I believe it was called, and then the actor, the main actor and director of this other drama piece, I forget the name of that, but we all, after the, you know, the film finished, we all kind of just talked amongst each other, and it was just, it was pretty cool, you know, we got to eat at the table, waiting for the awards, excuse me, and it was just awesome to be able to connect and talk about our films and get some feedback positive feedback especially for you know Mission X Lover how they enjoyed the fight scene and the one guy was like did you choreograph it or how did you choreograph it and I was like yeah it was all me I mean pretty simple fighting especially the scene with Sarah and I which I really wasn't pleased with but I did with what I had to do they did enjoy it so I just felt accomplished in that and that it did look good and they liked it so it was, it was really awesome and shout out to them for you know they all got nominated along with me i got nominated for best concept and then the one guy the actor for the drama piece got nominated for best actor and then the director of the film got the nomination for best drama piece and then the other guy for the film severance he got i think it was best experimental I'm not sure, but out of the four of us, two there were two winners and two nominations. So, you know, the two winners and the other two, which was myself and the other guy for the best actor, we remain just being nominations. But that's all good. Just to be nominated and be a part of a festival is awesome. Yeah, I look forward to going back next year and having a Hitman Silence Chapter 3 shown and hopefully nominated. Maybe even a win. But I know the first two were, you know, accepted at the festival. They have their nominations. So to have the third one get nominated would be awesome as well. And again, if it win, then hey, third time's the charm. And that would be awesome. But yeah, so I'm really looking forward to next year. I know there's a few other festivals that I'm waiting to hear from that would be held this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and that's as far as festivals go. I'm still writing, you know, my feature projects. I'm working on one right now that it was about 46 pages. And I'm like, I need to bring this to at least 90 something pages. I really want to make it a feature because it was a short film. I mean, it's a short film, but I'm like, I really want to make this a feature. And I want to be able to have that as part of my portfolio to be able to copyright it and Writers Guild and have that as part of my selling you know scripts that's something that i want to do you know i love writing and you know it is a challenge to be able to make it even longer but it's a good challenge because you can also teach yourself 
the things that you can do to be able to achieve you know a high count of pages and you don't want to just write nonsense and things that won't make sense to the script but it really does challenge you and what it is that you can put forth into your you know said project the project that you're working on and the story and how you can elevate it so it's something that I'm working on for one of the scripts the other one I have already um it's already done as far as story because it was written as like a book so I'm writing that one as a script I'm rewriting it as a script that one's you know a piece of cake I kind of you know I already have information and things that I could just edit but it's just a matter of being able to do it because you know you get lazy or you'd rather do other things so that's something I gotta keep telling myself to go back to because then I would have three features I already have one that's done copywritten and writer's guild and then I have these two that I want to work on and hopefully bring that when I you know probably go to pitch to maybe get an agent or whatever when it comes down to that so that's something that I'm looking forward to and I have a new laptop so I'm excited you know to be able to use that it should be faster whereas my old laptop I mean, it's really old it's slowed down when it comes to editing so with this new laptop you know I know how to buy a Final Cut Pro again it's about what 200 300 so I need to save up for that so I can go back into editing because I miss editing you know, my when I do my vlogs, I want to be able to put some pictures up, and it was hard to be able to... I couldn't even do that anymore, actually, with my old laptop. I couldn't even go to Google Drive and, you know, take pictures out to be able to upload it or use QuickTime with videos that I was shooting with my phone because QuickTime wasn't even working anymore. So it's just great to have a new laptop, and I hope to be able to continue to make films and edit. Um, pretty much I want to do Final Cut Pro again, and maybe look into some After Effects. So if I have any projects that I'm shooting that would need some special effects, you know, like gunshots or something, I want to be able to do that. Um, I don't really care much for the sound. I think I do pretty good with sound. And speaking of sound, at the Brightside Tavern Shorts Film Fest, one of the short films that was playing on my block, you know, it was interesting, the concept, and I like the twist at the end. The biggest problem with that one was really the audio. It just seemed kind of muffled and distant and it just wasn't clear. I don't know what the decision was. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what the decision was when finalizing that film because the audio was just so bad and it kind of took away. But I think I do a pretty good job. I don't really do too much when it comes to editing. I, I do play with the levels and whatnot, but I don't do too much. And I don't hire anybody because, you know, it's extra money. And I think I just... With what I'm able to do, I think it's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be able to continue making my short films and use my new laptop. And speaking of short films, I am working on a sequel to Mission X Lover. I already have the title. I won't say it yet. It's currently in writing. I already got the beginning scene. I already have an idea of where I want to take it and what I want to do with that. I've already spoken to... Sarah Teresa Burns, who plays Sadie, she's down with it. And Hendrix, the, the character director Hendrix, played by Tony, he's down with it. So I'm excited to get the sequel going, and I hope to improve on the first one in more ways than one. So that's definitely the goal. And yeah, I'm excited, so we'll see what happens. Definitely updates to come. I recently saw A Quiet Place 2, and I really enjoyed it. I love the first film, and the second one takes place right after. It does have a flashback scene 
which I guess kind of explains where the alien looking creatures come from. Um, I, I, I was kind of confused. Of, I don't want to spoil anything, but I wasn't sure from how fast something is shown to where that might be the result of the aliens pop, you know, the alien popping out, running into the car, cop car and, you know, crashing in. And I don't know if they have, if it has a direct correlation because it just seemed pretty sudden. I, I was a little confused. I Well, I guess I'll just mention it. There's like a, a meteor or something that's, you know, the people, the residents of the town see while there's a baseball going, a baseball game going on minor league game going on and you know they see something in the sky and they don't know what it is but it seems to be an asteroid or you know comet one of those things or maybe uh a ship of sorts but it's just all covered up looks like a big fireball and you don't know what it is but from the time of what i guess would be impact and where it was you know distance wise to the creature like running into the cop car of that town i just i wasn't sure what was going on so i'm hoping the way the second one ends there is a third one um you know the second one and ended positively but i just felt like the way it ended was abrupt and i want to know more as far as the story but i guess not knowing more about the story is what makes it a great you know writing a great film but i mean i, I like the first one better but the second one was a great follow-up of where they took the characters from the first movie. And, you know, you get to see the new characters. But I really want to know where these creatures came from. And maybe there will be an end result. Maybe there will be an explanation. I don't know. Only John Krasinski, Krasinski will know because he is the writer. And I guess it's up to him if he wants to make another one. But if you haven't seen A Quiet Place 2, please check it out. I really enjoyed it. And if you've seen it or plan to see it and want to talk about it, definitely hit me up. Message me and let's have a conversation about it. See what we liked about the film, what we didn't like. And any of the films that I may have mentioned, you know, over time, you know, hit me up and let's chat. Always looking forward to chat. If you're looking to watch something at home, a nice popcorn flick, I would say check out Army of the Dead on Netflix if you haven't. There may be a sequel. I believe I read it had 75 million views on Netflix. I could be wrong. I know that number was something that I saw recently for something that was shown. I might have been reading something else, but as far as Army of the Dead goes, I think I believe it did really well, and it might warrant a sequel. I know it's going to have a prequel or two, but definitely one based on one of the characters. He's the guy that does the safe. He He's supposed to crack the safe of where they're supposed to go in Vegas, in the casino. Um, it's going to follow him. That's the the prequel. He was a cool character. I really liked his development with the other character. I think it was Vanderhol. I think that's his last name, Vanderhol or something. They were probably my favorite characters in the film. The only two characters with character development, really. Again, I mean, there's a lot of plot holes or questions to the film, but interesting plot hole and questions because I feel like from what I'm reading in theories there's more to just zombies you know in that Las Vegas area so I think there's more there's more going on with that film and I'm really excited to see the follow-up if they do that but definitely the prequel so again if you haven't seen it check out Army of the Dead on Netflix so that's all I have for today's episode thank you for listening thank you for tuning in 
I do plan to post up a new vlog on my YouTube channel, Elra Martinez Jr. So if you're not already subscribed, please watch my short films and my vlogs that I currently have up already. And subscribe, like, dislike, comment. It's all good. I do appreciate it. And as always, until next time, later. Thank you.